good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, students, faculty, our many guests, and our very special alumni to this awards convocation, the beginning of homecoming weekend. And the weather was perfect yesterday, and of course, today it would turn cloudy and rainy. But it is supposed to improve a bit. We're especially glad to have our special alumni guests who are the award recipients this morning with us and their families. This includes the Culture for Service, Decade of Servant Leadership, and Champion of Character Awards. And you will hear a little bit about each of those. Some other guests this morning I'd just like to quickly introduce is the alumni board sitting. Could you stand, alumni board? They're here for two days of meetings. Each year when the alumni board makes the decision in January and February of who these alumni award recipients are, I think they're all impressed and maybe overwhelmed with the great nominations we receive. And it is not a difficult, it is a difficult task getting that list down to the special people that we want to choose for that year. But every year it becomes quite clear that several rise to the top. And the three who stood out this year are for Culture for Service, John Driver and Rebecca Priest, and for the Decade of Servant Leadership Award, Grant Rissler. You will also be meeting the Champions of Character Award recipients in a moment. You'll be hearing from Grant Rissler today and from Rebecca and John tomorrow if you come to the alumni breakfast. Steve Brenneman, who's president of the alumni board, will be speaking just a little bit about the awards, and Steve will come forward now. Thank you, Kelly. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm sure all of you share uh, the excitement of this uh, important occasion when we are here to uh, award and introduce uh, the uh, recipients of the Culture for Service and the Decade of uh, Servant Leadership Awards. These awards were uh, established some years ago by the Alumni Board to honor and recognize the achievements of GC alumni who exemplify the college motto, Culture for Service, and who live out the core values of the college. And we are very delighted this morning, as Kelly said, uh, to, to make these awards in this, in this convocation to some very distinguished uh, individuals with records of service and achievement in home, church, college, community, and the world. And with that, I would ask President Brenneman to come forward to, uh, to introduce our awardees. Thank you, Steve. Brenneman, that's a nice last name. As Shakespeare once said of two men of valor with the same name, my knightly name fellow thou art. <laughs> Notwithstanding being knightly name fellows, you will not see us in tights anytime soon. <laughs> well, thank you though, Steve, for all of your years of service on the alumni board and for serving as its chair as well. And for those, uh, there are six others who will be leaving the alumni board, and I want to express on behalf of all of us at Goshen College to Sally Hunsberger, Cindy Friesen-Mason, 
Ellen Stays, Kay Hirschberger, and Morgan Crable, who isn't here, and uh, Gwen Edwards. Thank you so much for your service. And if the, those of you who are leaving, if you would just stand and let us thank you. Appreciate it. I'm sorry, Gwen is here. My apologies, uh, Gwen, you are here. Um, um, it's, a distinct, it's a distinct honor for me this morning to uh, introduce to you some remarkable people who embody the college motto, Culture for Service. The first person to receive the Culture for Service award this morning is John Driver. And John, would you please come forward at this time? Uh, we're going to torture John a little by making him stand in front of you all and be complimented because one of the great assets and the beauties of John, if you know, know him, is that he is a humble servant of God. And, but we do want to take this opportunity, John, to recognize your lifelong service as a pastor, writer, professor, and mission worker in the Spanish-speaking world. In selecting you, we were inspired by your humility, ability to learn from others, Christian commitment, pastoral work, scholarship, and teaching. Your extensive writing, he's written over a dozen books, and not just in English, but in Spanish also. Uh, it has enabled several generations of Latin American Christian leaders to understand the Anabaptist vision in the Latin American context. We thank you for more than six decades of service in Puerto Rico, Spain, Uruguay, Colombia, and many other Latin and South American countries, from Mexico to Argentina, as well as here in the United States. Uh, John Roth, as noted in your bulletin, did say of you, professor of history here at Goshen College, that no Mennonite theologian has had a greater impact within Anabaptist and evangelical circles throughout Mexico, Central America, and Spain than you have had. I understand also, and am quite impressed, that since your retirement, you have bicycled over 12,000 miles, a truly impressive feat, something that we can all be challenged by. You continue then to inspire us physically and spiritually. Your wisdom, life, and writings also continue to serve as an example to all Goshen College students and alumni of how a person can use his education and gifts to bring healing and peace to our world. And so on behalf of Goshen College, I'm pleased to present you the Culture for Service Award of 2012. May God bless you. Now, Rebecca Priest, will you join me here, please? Rebecca, class of 66, we take this opportunity to recognize the significant contributions that you've made in service to God as a mental health counselor, lay minister, author, and advocate for so many children and youth who find themselves in, not only in the Massachusetts court system, but in other troubled situations. In selecting you, 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 we were inspired by your tireless work 
as founder and executive director since 1973 of the nonprofit organization in Cambridge called Adolescence Consult Consultation Services, providing psychological counseling to young people who face legal charges for a variety of reasons. You, assist, you have assisted literally hundreds of families over the years across differing cultures, especially in large Latino and Cambodia, Cambodian communities in Boston area. You've helped many troubled at-risk children to stay out of jail, receive rehabilitation services, recover from trauma, substance abuse, and other behavioral problems to eventually become productive citizens. You were admi admirably described by Goshen College graduate, Dr. Owen Gingrich, Professor Emeritus of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center of Astrophysics, as someone guided by a profound vision dedicated to doing good work who embodies compassionate peacemaking in a most fundamental way. You've taken Goshen College, College's motto and given it a new, a refreshed, an original expression. Your work is an example to all Goshen College students and alumni of how a person can use her gifts and education to bring peace and healing to our world. So on behalf of Goshen College, I am pleased to present you with the Culture for Service Award for 2012. May God bless your continued work. Grant Rissler, will you please join me here? Class of 99, um, you will be speaking to us in just a few minutes, but Grant, since your graduation from Goshen College in 1999, you have been a model of mundane, using your words, in my words, profound service to God in a variety of roles, any one of which evidences reasons for your being selected for the Goshen College Decade of Service Award. Your many international experiences, including childhood years in Africa, international studies in Europe, legal work with immigrants in Texas, a, a volunteer stint in the United Nations, a visit to Haiti to collect stories of rebuilding, and traveling, this alone ought to get him the award, traveling around the United States to collect stories of uh, Mennonite Central Committee stories of ministry and work in, the, in a Greyhound bus. All of these and many more have equipped you to be a thoughtful and sensitive global citizen. Your ongoing work with Mennonite Central Committee gives witness to me and others how to better integrate peace and justice convictions into our daily work. Chad Martin, your associate pastor, says your life experience and work thus far have especially equipped you to be a sensitive and thoughtful citizen in many contexts. Through your diligent and caring service, you are building up the kingdom of God. I also heard that you're a wonderful photographer who has taken some exquisite photos of people and places all over the world. Your life since college is an example to all Goshen College students and alumni of how a person can use his gifts and his education to bring healing and peace to our world. So on behalf of Goshen College, I'm pleased to present to you to present you with the Decade of Service Leadership, Servant Leadership Award for 2012. We can't wait to see what the next decade will bring. May God bless you as well.
Thank you so much, Jim. I also might add, if you go downtown, you will see John Driver's face on some of the banners hanging from the lampposts as one of our famous bikers in Goshen community. So he's becoming pretty well known around here. The Champions of Character Awards um, and the background for them will be presented by Pat Venderly, chair of the Maple Leaf Athletic Club. Thank you, Kelly. Good morning. As mentioned, my name is Pat Venderly, and I currently serve as the chairman of the Maple Leaf Athletics Club. The Dr. Roman Gingrich and Dr. Ruth Gundon Champion of Character Awards were created by the Maple Leafs Athletic Club in 2005 to recognize former Goshen College student athletes for their contribution to the church and society. As an NAIA Champion of Character Institution, Goshen College is committed to representing the NAIA's five core values of respect, integrity, responsibility, servant leadership, and sportsmanship. These awards are presented each year to two distinguished alumni who have gone on to represent these values in their years after graduating from Goshen College. The awards are named after Dr. Ruth Gundon and the late Dr. Roman Gingrich, two pioneers in the field of physical education and athletics here at Goshen College. We are privileged to have Dr. Gundon and Shirley Gingrich, which is Roman's widow, with us today. And at this time, I'd like them to please stand. Thank you. At this time, I'd like to invite Dr. Brenneman to please present the awards. Keith, will you please join me? Keith Springer, class of 1969. Keith, you have been selected for the 2012 Dr. Roman Gingrich Champion of Character Award because of the life you have lived in serving others locally and around the world. Not only did you study mathematics and secondary education at Goshen College, you participated in basketball and baseball here, setting career scoring records for men's basketball of 1,539 points from 65 to 69. You then went on to teach math and coach ninth grade boys basketball at Concord Junior High School in Elkhart, Indiana. And as we all know, teaching middle school kids deserves an award in itself. <laughs> Along with your wife, Kathy, you carried your teaching and coaching skills with you, serving two years in Brazil at the American School of Brasilia with the Mennonite Board of Missions, now the Mennonite Mission Network. While there, you taught high school, math and physics, and in 2004, again, and again in 2011, you traveled to Argentina to visit and share with churches of the Patagonia Mission Project. In 2012, you did volunteer work in Israel at Nazareth Village. Your love of the church led you to serve six years on the Christian Nurture Commission of the Illinois Mennonite Conference and the chair of the finance and vice president of the board for the Iowa, Illinois chapter of Everance Financial. And you did all of this while operating a grain farm with your brother since 1977, 35 years. Your life has served as a wonderful example of servant leadership and integrated teaching and learning of the whole person, body, soul, and spirit. 
So on behalf of Goshen College, I'm pleased to present to you the Dr. Roman Gingrich Champion of Character Award for 2012. Congratulations. join me here please. I would have loved to have Sue as a coach. The minute you meet her you know that you would want to be coached by her. Class of 1966, Doc, uh, Sue you have been selected for the 2012 Dr. Ruth Gundon Champion of Character Award because of your pioneer work in organized sports, creating opportunities for women to compete in sports and striving to give them equal access in the athletic world. While studying physical education at Goshen College, you were an active member of the Women's Athletic Association and participated in field hockey and softball, as well as several intramural sports. After graduating from Goshen College, you taught physical education and coached in Middlebury and in Indiana and Stryker, Ohio, working dil diligently to increase the number of sports available so every girl could participate in a sport if she wanted to. All this while being the sole coach of all of the sports you began. We are most grateful that in 1976 you returned to Goshen College to teach physical education and coach field hockey, volleyball, track, and field for 23 years until 1999. As a volleyball coach at Goshen, you were named the Hoosier Conference for Women Coach of the Year in volleyball in 1985, 1988, and 1989. Always on the lookout for creating more opportunities for young women athletes, you initiated the women's track and field program at Goshen and promoted student athletes as commissioner with the Indiana Association of Intercollegiate Athletics for Women. You worked alongside Dr. Ruth Gundon in developing the Hoosier Conference for Women, which filled an organizational need for women in sports. You continue to bring faith, fun, the competitive spirit, and character development to the world of sport, serving as a track and field official for the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Your service to God's kingdom extends to your home congregation, the St. John's Christian Church, of Archibald, Ohio, Ohio. You truly are a pioneer in women's sports. Your life has served as a wonderful example of servant leadership and integrated teaching and learning of the whole person, body, soul, and spirit. So on behalf of Goshen College, I'm pleased to present you the Dr. Ruth Gundon Champion of Character Award for 2012. Thank you, President Brenneman. Grant Rissler will now be giving us a talk about some of his work and thoughts of it. Good morning. It's good to see you all out there. Thanks to the students especially for 
coming to a convocation on a Friday. That can always be a tough day. I, this is not pertinent at all to the rest of what I say, but the last four and a half years or so, I was a fundraiser for MCC, and so I can't go without pointing out ideas that might be worth thinking about as fundraisers. I, I wonder whether President Brenneman in tights might be something that people would be willing to pay for. And I mean, we would need, of course, to give him the opportunity to uh, reach out to his network of friends to buy his way out of tights. But it could involve him riding bike with John, and maybe Sue would want to coach him on his uh, bike riding, because John, I think, has a head start on him. It's certainly an honor to be recognized in this way, especially alongside folks as accomplished and as dedicated as John and Sue, uh, Keith and Rebecca. And it's a privilege to be asked also to take some time and to reflect on this concept of service. I'm not sure I have any great wisdom, but I did want to share a few thoughts that are rooted in my own experience. Hopefully there's something in here that resonates with you. First, a couple general observations on service, both of which were certainly part of my learning through SST and other activities here at Goshen. Service forces us to step into the unknown, to be vulnerable, to be part of the world where there are often few clear answers. That's rarely easy, but this also is true. It's more doable when you have a community behind you reminding you, as I think every SST student is reminded as we leave, you cannot go where God is not. Service also requires us to step into relationship with others, to be fully present. The sacrament, you might say, of showing up. Real presence is a holy discipline. As I learned student teaching here at Goshen, you can't show up to teach half awake, half prepared, or half interested, and actually keep kids fully engaged. The same, I think, is true in life as well. For me, living these qualities of showing up, of accepting vulnerability, is the beginning of culture for service. And it's a difficult discipline to maintain anywhere. Part of the reason I think I've spent as much time in voluntary service or working for organizations um, that promote service like Mennonite Central Committee or Mennonite Voluntary Service, uh, the Greyhound thing was actually MVS, um, is because it's sometimes easier to consciously live out a culture for service in those structured environments. I certainly recommend that to any of you because those frameworks and identities have helped me to be more faithful in my own life. But I think the tougher part and the essential calling is not primarily about service in another country or with a particular organization, but about serving less visibly, probably with less acclaim in the mundane, everyday world. One of the greatest gifts that my parents gave me, and I think my brothers, was their eight years of service in East Africa something that we as children got to experience as well. I admire them for going to Somalia and Kenya right after they graduated from Goshen 40 years ago. But I also have to say that where I feel most called to emulate them is in their ongoing 
more mundane service. Year after year, as worship leaders and Sunday school teachers, as public school teachers, or serving on conference committees. The same holds true, I'm sure, for many of the people that you've known and looked up to. Mundane service, the often unsung service to church, to family, to local and global community, is what keeps us functioning as a society. It's the foundation that we can forget is there, below the ground, solid, we hope, essential. I hope that regardless of whether you ever serve in another country, whether you ever work for an organization like MCC or Mennonite Mission Network, that throughout life you will look for ways to contribute to that mundane foundation. In my experience, that is where culture for service truly lives and breathes. Organizations like Mennonite Central Committee are often known for their program work on the ground, and rightfully so. But what I appreciate so much more after working for MCC the last seven years, whether in peace and justice advocacy or in fundraising, is the thousands of hours of work that hundreds of volunteers at relief sales and thrift shops, whether daily volunteers or board members, peace and justice groups and material resource centers, all of the hours that people put in that make the rest of the work, the visible work, the rest of the impact possible. Mundane service requires vulnerability as well. A key part is the carving out and giving of significant time in the midst of the rapid flow of life, creating the flexibility necessary to show up in our culture, I think we are often trapped by a sense that we are time impoverished. I can remember a conference call with Mennonite peace and justice leaders from across the US about barriers to nurturing a peace witness in Mennonite churches today. We talked about living in the midst of a superpower and the power of media, but another refrain was that people were just so busy too busy to get together to talk, let alone to organize for concerted action. So one challenge I would make for you today is this. Cultivate a discipline in your life of having time to give. There is no magic formula for this, but a few suggestions. First, if you can, choose to live more simply than your income allows. A smaller house, one less vehicle, smaller loans, fewer TV channels. That's a big one for me, in my experience. Each of these choices not only free up resources, but increase my flexibility to reduce work hours, to invest that time in family, in local community, in the world through service. Second, if you can, live your life in a more concentrated area than is average in our society. Here in the US, we spend an average of 50 minutes a day commuting mostly by car. It's different than the walk across campus from the dorm. But a shorter commute, I think, is an important thing. Not only can it mean living sustainably, using less carbon, but it also frees up time. 
I know from experience, the shorter my commute, the more energy I have, in addition to time, that can be channeled back into service once I'm done with my workday. Third, learn to say no. And this is one that I have learned the hard way a few times. Say yes to things you are passionate about, but also know your limits. Burned out servants rarely create vibrant culture. Another challenge to you that I would leave with you today is this. Follow through when you do have time and get fully involved. Get yourself on a committee. They're not always fun, but that's where a lot of important work happens. Get involved in the nitty-gritty of congregations and organizations. This is partly because many congregations and local organizations need energetic, younger talent like yours. I can say that at 35, I've often been one of the younger folks, if not the youngest in the room, when I've served on church or organizational committees. As a committee chair, I know that one of the most difficult tasks was recruiting new members. But we as younger folks also need the improved skills, and I'd even argue the deepened spirituality that comes from such engagement. Any institution or community you work with or for will be imperfect will need to be challenged, will need to change. But change towards greater effectiveness, towards greater relevancy for younger generations, change towards greater justice, rarely happens unless people show up, maintain vulnerability, challenge each other, not just on mountaintops, but in the long, slow climbs that take a while. One of my favorite class assignments here at Goshen was Keith Graber Miller's uh, Ethical Lounging. Just as it takes practice to apply ethics from the realm of ideas to the everyday, so too does it take practice and experimentation to nurture an ideal of service into a lived culture in our own lives. As you live your lives, you may want to challenge yourself to a certain amount of mundane service lounging each year. I'm sure Keith would love to receive periodic reflections on those results, just as he does from the ethical lounging. So what have I learned about living into a culture of service? Carve out time, show up, stay vulnerable and committed to a journey, most days mundane, some days magnificent, each day toward God's kingdom. And one final word of wisdom. In all this, there is much more inner peace and sanity, I would say, when we recognize the limits of where our efforts end and God's efforts begin. One place I've returned repeatedly for this lesson is a prayer that commemorates the spirit of Oscar Romero, the martyred Archbishop of El Salvador. And so I wanted to conclude with a few lines from it. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is often even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise of God's work. Instead, this is what we are about. We plant seeds that one day will grow. 
We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something, and to do it very well. We are workers, not master builders. We are ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. Amen. Grant, thank you for those very wise words to all of us of any age. We will be ending with our alma mater, who, um, which many alumni love to sing, and we'll have the words as well as the music on the PowerPoint, I believe. Bev Lapp, professor of music and department chair, will be leading it, and there is a string quartet. I hope I remember all their names. Chelsea, Chelsea Wimmer. Katie Miller, Justin Yoder, Jason, Jonathan. <laughs> Josh, I'm sorry, Josh. Um, and we hope to see some of you at the alumni breakfast tomorrow where you will hear from our other Culture for Service winners. And there is also a race, uh, reception for, cult, for the Champions of Character on Saturday afternoon. Thanks. I'm sorry, we also have a reception immediately following this in the fellowship hall. And there, students, there should be enough cookies for you also. Good morning. We're proud of this inventive college song with its lively text, unusual rhythms, and satisfying harmony. And the opportunity to have alumni join us is one we treasure as we sing this together. After the quartet plays an introduction, we'll begin with the refrain that is on the screen. And please stand if you are able. <laughs> <laughs> 